Well, hello everyone. This is Nadia from Homeschools 101. Hope you guys are doing great. Hey, we are still on our last leg of summer vacation, so we haven't quite started yet, but I wanted to jump back on and begin, uh, you know, giving you guys uh, tips and advice for um, how to start and maintain a successful new homeschool year. And um, if you are like we are and you're still on the last leg of your summer vacation i hope you're enjoying it if you've already started up the new year don't tune out because the tips and advice that i'm going to share with you all you're going to be able to implement them even if you've started already so uh, i have seven important tips and advice for starting and maintaining a successful homeschool year and um the first one is to choose or change your curriculum. So uh, if you have a curriculum that you used last year and you weren't quite happy with it, I would suggest that you take some time before the new school year just to find a curriculum that works for you. Uh, sometimes the thing that can make or break a successful homeschool experience is whether or not you have a homeschool curriculum that actually works for your family. Uh, you know, some folks actually create their own curriculum. They don't use a specific planned out curriculum uh, that they purchase, and that's totally fine. Make sure you take the time to actually plan out your curriculum for the year. If you're like me and you've actually uh, used purchase curriculums, make sure you peruse around the web and find one that actually works for you. And this is often a trial and error process. It might not be that the very first curriculum you choose is going to be the one that you stick with. And that's totally fine. Get used to being able to navigate through things and find things that work for your family, because ultimately, if you don't have the right curriculum and it doesn't work for you and the kids, it just won't feel right. And so I, I've shared with you guys in the past that, you know, we started out with uh, when the boys were really tiny, we started out with Abeka, which was and is a great curriculum. But as the boys got older um, and uh, within a short period of time, we outgrew it and it wasn't something that fit for us. But I know that it's a great curriculum for many families. The key is just finding what works for you. And I do have a podcast where I talk about choosing a curriculum. So if you have not already heard that, go back and listen to that because I don't want to spend too much time on one specific tip and advice if I've already addressed it in a previous podcast. But if, again, if you are not or were not happy with your curriculum last year, don't feel stuck and pressured to stay there and stay with it. Go ahead and take the time to figure out if you have a new one, if there's a new one that would work for you. Are you a family that loves uh, textbooks? Then, you know, try to find a curriculum that works with textbooks. Are you one that prefer to have a video-based curriculum? Then, you know, find one that works that way. And the, the choices are almost endless. There's so many curriculums out there that I'm sure you're going to be able to find the one that works for you if you just take a few minutes to figure out and, and review some of them. And the second piece of advice would be to decide on or reassess your homeschool space. This, again, is important because as the years go on and as the kids get older, this might change. A space that might be um, 
something that was good in the past years might not be good anymore. A space that was good last year might not be good anymore. I explained to you guys that um, we have changed our space. Uh, when we started homeschooling years ago, the boys were uh, preschoolers and kindergartners, and we had the cutest little Ikea desk and chairs set up in a specific room, and that worked out really great for us for a couple of years. And then as they grew older and our lives changed, we didn't have that room available anymore. And so now we basically do our homeschooling upstairs in the living room at the coffee table with me with an easel often and using the wall for uh, instruction. And it works out wonderfully for us. Uh, again, take the time to re reassess whether or not the homeschool space that you had last year works. If not, find a new space that's going to work for you all. Uh, the third piece of advice would be to reevaluate your schedule. Um, do you need to change the start time? Uh, did the start time work for you? Did 8 o'clock work for you? Uh, do you need to start earlier? Did your work, if you're a working parent, did your work schedule change? And maybe you're going to need to start start the homeschooling day a little different time, but take the time before you actually jump into it to figure out these things. Decide and reevaluate your schedule and figure out if you need to change your time. Over the years, we have changed our time up and down. When the boys were younger, we actually started much earlier because for some reason they would work, wake up much earlier. I think that's just a thing for young, really young ones when they were really tiny. First grade, second grade, for example, they would work, wake up extra duper early and we would start our homeschool homeschool. Uh, day as soon as they were up after you know they had some breakfast um we i found out that as they got older that you know i've given them usually when they wake up i give them space and time to actually have independent time to play for a little bit um before we even start schooling and so uh, we start much later than we usually did in the past and that works great for us as a family now so again take the time to reevaluate your schedule and figure out if your start time works for you still the one that you had last year or whether or not you need to reassess that and change that a little bit Number four, decide on the first day of school. Um, if you're like us and you haven't started yet, decide on the first day of school. What I've done historically is I try to keep the boys on the schedule, the, the calendar schedule of the school district that we're in. Um, and only because I just like the idea of doing that. You don't have to do that, but I, I like to do that. So what I do is I every semester and every year, I look in Google to see when they're going to be starting their school year. And then I use that as a guide to when we're going to be starting ours. Of course, of course, it's all up to you when you're going to decide, especially if you're filing a private school affidavit, meaning that you, you know, you're doing this on your own and you're not tied to state requirements or anything like that. You can decide on the first day of school. Um, but for me, as I said, I like the idea of sticking with the start day of the school district that we're in and um yeah so number five is shop for supplies um it's a good idea even though you might have all the supplies already pencils and pens and 
erasers and all that good stuff um, or whatever other school supplies that you have. I think it's a good idea just to have a few little pieces that are new so you have the feeling of starting anew. And this doesn't have to entail spending a lot of money. Um, the dollar store, if you have a dollar store in your area, is an excellent resource for school supplies. You'd be surprised at how many wonderful things they have there, um, you know, from pens and pencils to folders and binders that you can pick up for a dollar to start your school year. And I, again, I'm not recommending that you just go and spend a whole bunch of money, just a few little things to have that new start feeling. Um, number six is I would actually plan, and this is kind of special, I think, you know, I think school uh, homeschool kids sometimes they kind of miss out on some very important little things that make the whole schooling process special and years ago i was part of this uh, homeschool group i think it was called contra costa homeschool group here in california and they were an excellent group and we used to have back to school park days and so even though i'm not a part of it i don't um you know i don't attend the, the events anymore i've decided that hey there's no reason you know when when kids are in regular brick and mortar school they have back to school night right where the kids um have like this fun back to school night and so i decided that for us we would have a back to school night and that means that the night before our school start we're gonna have some treats and i'm gonna take the boys to menchie's frozen yogurt they love that we don't get to do it very often but i'm going to make it a special treat for them where we actually go to benchies the night before and call it our back to school night and we can have a great time as a family celebrating going back to homeschooling and i think it just adds a really nice uh energy to the whole process and it lets the kids see that you're excited and it lets the whole family anticipate the start of the homeschool year and so if it's not something that you've done already i would encourage you to just have a back to school night and it can be as simple it doesn't have to be taking them out for treats like i'm going to be doing with them taking them out to get frozen yogurt it can be as simple as making some cookies or some desserts at home and celebrating as a family the process of going back to homeschooling in a couple of days so again try it i think it's good you're going to be surprised at how much the kids love it and how much it brings this really awesome sense of like a brand new start to the school the homeschool year um last and not least is i would encourage you all and even if you started the school year already to plan to take first day of homeschool pictures. You know, one of the things that I think that um, homeschool kids miss out on sometimes is that record keeping of their school years and pics to show, pictures to show their years of schooling. One of the things that the boys and I have absolutely enjoyed doing is actually taking first day of school uh, videos. So on the very first day of our homeschooling, we usually take the time to actually do a video together where we set up the video camera and we say, hey, today's the first day of school, first day of, you know, whatever grade they're going into, and just take a few minutes to memorialize that special day. And also I would recommend you actually take pictures of the kiddos uh, as their first day of school. Just because they're not in regular school doesn't mean that it's not important to memorialize and to 
you know, take snapshots of their lives as they move through their years of schooling. And you're going to be able to look back and be really grateful that you actually have these because it's a nice, it's just a nice thing to do. And it's, it's representative of the school year pictures that they take in regular brick and mortar school. My final piece of advice, and this is just a top to topping on the cake. And um, it's not my, uh, and part of my seven is my bonus recommendation and advice and that is that you um along with taking the pictures that you make something some sign that signifies the start of the school year so every year on the easel i write on the easel welcome to whatever grade the kids are going to for example they're one of them is going into middle school so i would say welcome to middle school um you know this is going to be a great school year. Something that kind of signifies a positive to the process of your homeschooling experience. And you can make little tiny placards where you uh, write first day of middle school, first day of kindergarten, first day of whatever, and use that also to maybe take pictures with the kiddos for their first day of homeschooling. Again, just because we're homeschooling doesn't mean that we can't just make this special. And just with these few little tidbits and these few little pieces of advice, it makes a world of a difference with feeling that you have a special process that you're engaging in. And it sends that message to the kids as well that this is a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful process. And just because they're being homeschooled doesn't mean they get to miss out on special things like back to school night or first day of school pictures, um, etc. So I hope this was helpful to someone. If it just touched one person, I'm happy. Um, I want to wish you guys all the best. If you're still enjoying the last leg of your summer vacation, enjoy it. And um, if you have started already, I'm wishing you all the best. I'm so grateful to be able to come on here and share this uh, information with you all. And I just hope that it helps someone. So remember, guys, that you've got this. And until the next time, remember that together we can make sure that you have the best and most successful, the most fun, the most successful homeschool experience ever. Have a great rest of your week and we'll talk again in the next podcast. Bye-bye.